Welcome to the Central Live Podcast with Pastor Jim Caldwell. At Central Baptist Church in Phoenix City, Alabama, it's our mission to make disciples who make disciples. Let's join Pastor Jim as he shares today's message. Amen. Woo, what a great morning of worship. Man, I wish you could have been here. The, uh, the bears will tell you all about it later. Uh, they enjoyed it. They're all smiling. It's awesome. I'm kind of loving it, enjoying that, uh, no doubt at all. I got to tell you, at, at this time, you know, this time of coronavirus, all, all the stuff going on, I have seen the best in people and the worst in people. You hear these heartwarming stories of sacrifice and, and forgiveness and all these things. And then on the other hand, you hear stories of selfishness and greed. And, you know, since the fall of man, since Adam and Eve, that's kind of the way it's been. People are naturally selfish. So I want to share a very important message with you today. And it's called Shelter in Place. Imagine that, shelter in place. Well, I promise you, there is a spiritual meaning to this, okay? It's not all about uh, actually sheltering physically in place, but spiritually sheltering in place. See, if you're a follower of Jesus, you're called to shelter in place. You're called uh, to, to come before Jesus and stay under his shelter in his wing. Today we're going to cover uh, one of my favorite psalms. It's Psalm 91. I got to tell you, I, I first really, you know, I've read the Bible for years and years. I first found out about this psalm, and it really came alive to me through a very difficult time we were having just a few weeks after Jonathan had been born. Just a few weeks after Jonathan was born, he wasn't eating, and he was projectile vomiting, and uh, they, they thought he had this really horrible thing. And we just started praying and believing and trusting, and uh, it, it ended up being something much more minor, and he needed a little surgery, and he had the surgery, and he was fine. But this psalm came alive to me during that circumstance. And so I got to tell you, when... Whenever something bad happens in somebody's life, almost every single time, I point them to this psalm. Because it's a, it's a psalm of encouragement, and it's a psalm uh, that, is, that is needed. And so, I, I want to take Psalm 91, you know, which is an Old Testament scripture. It's before Jesus, it's before the cross, and we're going to put it into today's culture. We're going to put it into our circumstance, and we're going to come out of this uh, uh, knowing a few things that maybe we didn't know. And so I want to uh, encourage you in that. It's Psalm 91. If you'll turn there, Psalm 91, we're going to start with verse 1. It says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He who dwells. Uh, so to dwell, that is to live in a, very, in a specific place. So when you dwell in the shelter of the Most High, see, we're supposed to live in the shelter of God the Father. We're supposed to live in His shelter. This image of, of being in God's shadow, it means that we're behind Him. What does that mean? It means that He's in front of us. 
He's carrying out the way. He's making a way for us while we, we stay in his shadow, in his protection, in his comfort. We're following him. We're not running on our own power. We're not running uh, on our own thoughts and our own feelings in the way that we think things should go. We're, we're under his shelter. We're, we understand his protection. See, we're, we're surrendered to him and following him in the hard times, in the really hard times. Uh, and and when, I, when I think about what this verse means, God loves us so much that, that he desires, his heart is to protect us. He is there per, to protect us during the trials of life. Now, if you've been around me over the last, I mean, it's going on five years now, you, you've probably heard this, um, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're going to have a perfect life. Trials are coming. If you're not in one now, they're coming. But I think everybody has their own set of trials right now. Everybody has trials that's going on. And God is, is here to protect us during the trials of life. But, but here's the thing. You've you got to turn to him. You, you have to dwell in his shelter. You, you can't go out on your own trying to make it on your own. When we do that, it's always, it's always a mistake. Uh, look at the end of the verse again. It says, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He'll abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Uh, the word abide in Hebrew, it means the same thing as to dwell, uh, to remain in, to stay in. So we're to stay under his wing. We're to stay in this shelter. We're to stay behind him with him leading us. Does that make sense? See, so many times we get out on our own path. We, we go outside the will of God to try to meet our needs. We try to do things on our own and manipulate circumstances to make them go our way. God says, remain, to dwell, to abide in his shelter. See, abide is also a very important New Testament concept. This is so weird. I, I keep looking out and seeing people over here. It's so strange. Uh, some of them are pretty good looking, too. Oh, I wasn't talking about y'all. Okay. Uh, John 15, verse 4. Got off track, didn't I? John 15, verse 4. Turn over there with me, if you will. John 15, verse 4. This, this, the word abide, it is, it's an important New Testament concept that I, I want us to look at. You know what abide means in the Greek? <laughs> the same thing it does in the Hebrew, to dwell or to remain in. So what is Jesus trying to teach us in the New Testament? John 15, 4 says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. Unless you abide in me. See, we know that the Holy Spirit lives inside of every believer, right? And when we abide in Jesus, that means we're living out of the Holy Spirit's power. That means we're not the king of our lives. Jesus is the king of our lives. He's the one directing our path, showing us the way. It's that Old Testament concept brought into the New Testament is, is that we're abiding with Jesus. So I ask you right now, right this moment today, who is the king of your life? Who is the king of your life? 
Who's in control of your life? Because answering that question uh, can help us understand whether we're abiding in Him or not. Because if the king of your life is you, you can't abide in Him. You can't be under that protection that's talked about in Psalm 91.1. You, 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 you're, you're, you're going out on your own outside of the shadow of His wing. You don't want to do that. All right, I got to go grab something here. I'm coming right back. All right, here we go. So, to abide, I want you to think about this. I want you to imagine that this is a vine, okay? And I want you to imagine this is a branch. This is actually a branch, right? So, when this was hooked up to the tree, like an hour ago, when this was hooked up to the tree, it was getting nutrients. This, this vine, what we're considering a vine, it was getting nutrients. It was getting everything that it needed for life, right? And, and from this vine, this branch came. And this branch was getting everything that it needed for life. But when you take away the vine... What happens? What happens when you take it away? What happens? This is going to die. See, this, this branch abides in the vine. It's a part of the vine. It gets its energy. It gets its life from the vine. And that's the exact same way the Christian life is. This, you imagine, this is Jesus. He's the one that we get our life from. And when we are abiding in him, we're connected to him. That's where we get our life. That means he's on the throne. We're just living out of his life. But when we put ourselves on the throne, when we put ourselves, you can't bear any fruit for the kingdom. What's going to happen to this branch? What do y'all think? Bears? Anything? Uh, What's going to happen to this branch? It's going to die, right? It's going to die apart from Jesus. Look at this, John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. But apart from me, you can do how much? That's right, nothing. You can do nothing apart from him. Nothing of any spiritual value. In fact, the, the longer you stay away, you're not abiding in the vine The longer that you stay away, the longer that you're not abiding in the vine, the longer you're not going to bear any fruit whatsoever for the kingdom. Y'all, we were put here on this earth to bear fruit for the kingdom. That's that's why you're here. it's It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about what God has for us, his plan to be carried out in and through us. He gives us all the energy, everything that we need, the power to do what we need to do. He gives it to us. But you have to abide in Him. You have to abide in Him. Remember uh, uh, that it says you can't live the Christian life in your own power. See, when you're the king and you're working in your own power, even if you're trying to do really good things, I mean, good things like help the poor, care for the sick, 
teach Bible study, even sharing the gospel, you can do nothing of any kingdom value. Do you get it? You can do nothing. No power in yourself. There is no power in yourself. Nothing worth anything. You can be doing all kinds of good things. And these good things are meaningless in the kingdom because you're doing them in your power. You're the king of your life. You know, I always go back to the heart, right? We talk about the heart of why you do what you do. And see, that's what this all comes back to. When your heart's set on doing what God has for you, you're abiding in Him. That's part of abiding. It's part of trusting, being connected to the vine. Are you connected to the vine? Let's go back to Psalm 91.1. It says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. See, When you abide in Jesus, when you're trusting him over what you can see, over what you feel, over what you think, when you're trusting him, you're you're abiding in him, you're going to make it through any storm that comes up. He has equipped you for it, not in your power, in his power. Do you believe that? Do you believe that he has equipped you? See, when you dwell in the shelter of the Most High, when you abide in the shadow of the Almighty, that means you're abiding in Jesus. And that means his his hand of protection's on you. He's there taking care of you through, through the circumstance, whatever it is. Can I tell you, coronavirus isn't gonna be the last circumstance you deal with, probably. You're gonna have other trials. Other things are gonna come up. Are you ready? Because I will tell you, this sometimes it's just an act of the will saying, I'm going to follow Jesus no matter what it looks like around me, no matter, even if it looks like he has abandoned me, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to believe him. Do you trust God like that? Do you, do you believe him over your circumstances and your feelings? He's going to be with you through the storm. Look on at verse 2. In Psalm 91, it says, I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. See, these two words here, refuge and fortress. See, believing and acting on this verse, on verse 2, means that you have faith. You're believing God. It's my God in whom I trust. The, The two words, refuge and fortress, refuge is a place that you find comfort and rest. And a fortress, is a, it, 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 when the word that's used here is talking about a city that's fortified with a wall. It's this fortress that's up. See, God puts this fortress around you. <laughs> Y'all, we've got to get off the throne because when we're on the throne of our lives calling the shots, we we, we don't get this. We don't understand this. We don't recognize this. It's still truth. But we don't recognize he is the shelter in the storm. He is the fortress until we're abiding in him. Abiding in him. See, when you're fighting the battles of life in your own power, you just you can't have the peace and protection that God provides. You can't have it. God is our protector. 
We can trust him. We can trust him. We can trust him through coronavirus. We can trust him through everything. Let's look on at verses 3 through 6. It says, For it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. You will not be afraid of the terror of night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, of pestilence that stalks in the darkness, or of destruction that lays waste at noon. See, God is our deliverer. Do you believe that? God is our deliverer. He is the one standing up for us. He is the one that's going to protect us. He is the one that is a strong tower in the midst of the struggle every time. Hey, just look in these last few verses, the descriptions he gives. Uh, he, he's, he, he gets rid of the, the trapper, a snare. Uh, he, he delivers you from the snare. He delivers you from the deadly pestilence. Uh, he has you under his wings. He is faithful to you. He protects you from terror, from arrows, from pestilence, from destruction. You get it? He can handle it. God can handle it. He always handle it. You know, those exact situations, you might not have arrows you're trying to get away from. Uh, you know, you might not have terror. You might not have exactly the same stuff. But you know what? This is so applicable to us today. See, as we abide in Jesus, he will provide protection in whatever storm we're in. Do you believe that? He will do it. But it takes faith. It takes trust. It means that he provides his best for his children when we walk with him daily. Are you walking with him daily? Are, are you spending time with him? Is, has coronavirus brought you closer to the Lord, or, or has it become easy just not to do anything? Because God desires an intimate, personal relationship with you. I will tell you, it's not always going to be easy. In fact, many times it's going to be very difficult. But he's there. He's with you. He is watching over you. See, God wants us to shelter in place. He wants us to shelter in place under his wing, in his presence, abiding in him. Does that make sense? He wants you to shelter in place with him, not physically, but spiritually. And when you put your focus on him, when you trust him, when you're abiding in him, man, that, that's when... That's when God's will is unfolding in your life. You don't, you don't have to ask God what his will is. You can know it because it's just happening in your life because you're abiding in him. You're trusting him. You're believing him for every day, for every moment, for everything that's happening in your life. And when you get off track, you say, oh, man, I, I'm, okay, God, I, I'm starting to fear. I'm starting to try to work things out on my own. I turn it back over to you. Let's go, God. Come on. Abide back in him again. That, that's what Jesus wants. He wants us to abide in him. See, when we remain in his protection and under his authority and we abide in him, his will just unfolds in our lives. It just happens. 
You don't have to beg God to show you His will. It's just happening as you're living in Him moment to moment. Well, we're coming to a time of response. I'm going to ask the band to come right now. Do you have a relationship with God through Jesus? Because that's the first thing that has to happen. You have to have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ before, before you can abide in Him. Uh, have you ever come to a point in your journey that you've received Jesus Christ, asked Him to come into your life, forgive you of your sins, and you've asked Him to uh, be your life because He died on the cross for your sins and He was raised from the dead to give you His life. And he wants you to live out of his life. Have you ever done that before? If you don't have a saving faith, if you've never done that before, I want to encourage you to call 334-298-0923, extension 110, to receive Jesus right now. Maybe you need somebody to pray for you. You can call that number as well. Uh, we've, got, we've got people standing by waiting, just can't wait to, to receive a call from you. See, Jesus is everything you need. He's everything you need through coronavirus. He's everything that you need through whatever circumstance of life comes your way. Maybe you've recognized today that you're not abiding in Jesus, that you've taken over, you put yourself on the king, you're, you're the king on the throne of your life. Man, today is the time to say, Jesus, I, I surrender all. I turn it over to you. I give this to you today. Hey, if you've taken your eyes off Jesus, he wants to meet you right where you are and get you back on the path, get you right there abiding in him again. Hey, in just a minute when we pray, you could pray a prayer and just say, God, I, I, I want to be back where I used to be. I, I want to be abiding in you. I want to be trusting you. I, I want to be everything you want me to be. And I, I want to tell you, God hears prayers like that, humble prayers from the heart. And he'll, he'll take you just like that. He'll put you back on track just like that. You just have to trust him. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we come to you right now, Lord, we are just uh, trusting you, believing you, Lord. I, I pray if there's anyone out there who, hadn't come to a point in their life where they've given their life over to Jesus to, to be the king, Lord, that, that today would be the day. God, if there's people that, that, Lord, have wandered, have gotten away, that just need a refreshment, need to get back on track, I pray today would be the day for them as well. Lord, I, uh, I just I ask that you do the work. We know that you're working. We've seen you working, Lord, this morning. We've seen you working. And so, Lord, we trust you to do it all. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this Central Live podcast. If you'd like more information, visit our website at centrallive.org.